Welcome to Small Steps Living, the The podcast. podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Cordaff, bringing you inspiring stories to help you transform your life one small step at a time. Here at Small Steps Living, we're keeping it real. Kick back and And enjoy enjoy the show. show. Hey there, the Small Steps Living podcast is now an audio version of Small Steps TV. You can check out Small Steps TV on YouTube, my Facebook page, and of course, the smallstepsliving.com website. But you know, some of us don't have time to watch. So here is your chance to listen to the latest episode of Small Steps TV. Enjoy. This is a really important topic that we're going to be talking about tonight, and I might be talking about it in a context that you might not have heard before. What we have been doing, so you As you probably know by now, I'm not going to go into the whole thing again, but everything kind of blew up for me at the start of this year. Everything was just like, I mean, was shit flying everywhere. And I had that time of just like um, one foot in front of the other, in front of the other. And then I just got to the point where I'm like, you know what? It's time. (laughs) It's time for me to get out of this state. It's time for me to shift gears a bit. And I just, as I do, decided to share what I do on Facebook and Instagram Live in a four-part TV series. So you've landed here. We're up to, hey, Desley. Hey, Brooke. Hey, Lauren. Dimmies used to have them. I'm not too sure what Dimmies used to have. Was it these jumpers? Probably. (laughs) So we set the whole stage with episode one. And, you know, I was asking you to get really, really present. And because change can't happen when you're not like really getting what's going on. We're just constantly kind of um, not operating from this, like a standing point where we're trying to make decisions based on something that's not reality. So I had to get very real about how things weren't okay. And that was when I did the Facebook Live about like getting a mental health care plan. But I'd done lots of other things too. I had decided to hire a cleaner. I had decided to do all sorts of things and a big part of it. And if you missed last week's episode, I do encourage you to go back and watch it. It was literally just changing how I thought. Like that was the first sort of thing that started happening. But then because I recognize, you know, that feeling of um, just like a mountain of to-dos can't find my way through the you know, just everything foggy, like not clear, feeling like weight of the world, feeling like I'm not too sure how I'm going to get this all sorted, like literally making the lunch boxes each day is kind of enough, right? Do we all know that feeling? Oh, the aprons. Thank you. Dimmies used to have kids' aprons, right? <laughs> hey, Janine, loved reading your post in the membership today. We had an amazing session in the uh, Small Steps membership today. Oh, energetic clearing of overwhelm and stress. It was so good. So any members who are watching, you go straight in and watch that now. So this is what we're going to be talking about today. I'm going to be talking to you about how to kind of simplify things, how you've got too much, hi Kylie, you've got too much going, like too many balls that you're juggling and we need to massively pull back. And I know that you probably feel a lot of resistance to doing that because in your mind, you're like, Lisa, 
easy for you to say, blah, 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 like all of the reasons. I used to think I had no choice about my level of overwhelm either. I just thought it was life. I genuinely thought that if you had three kids in four years, you were destined to be a hot mess forevermore. And that's not true. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Hey, beautiful Georgie. Uh, lunchboxes are driving me crazy. I know. Yes. So I have a few notes because once again, you know, life can be complicated and it's late and I'm traveling tomorrow and I have not packed my bag. Uh, so yeah, good times. This is the thing, right? I really want you to understand something about me. And if you've been around here a while, you probably know this, that my natural state is probably chaotic. And I, that's a story. That's a story right there. But my way of being that I have most operated in has been kind of scattered, messy, things not necessarily in order. Like I wouldn't say I'm an organized person. If anyone watches my Insta stories, you will see that yesterday I lost our one and only car key. So that was good. It was found. But what I want you to really get in your head is that I have not, like I'm not one of those people who is like a just comes at life really organized and is like a Pinterest type person where I'm always looking for how to organize my life. I literally have very little systems <laughs> at all in life in general. And it's why I need help to run this business because my brain doesn't think in systems. My brain likes spontaneity and doing things differently. I think creatively, my feet aren't always necessarily planted on the ground. And so what I'm sharing with you tonight is coming from someone who has literally had to make an effort to pull back because I'm just a yes to all the things kind of person. I'm a, it'll figure itself out. Like, yeah. And then like, why am I crying on the bathroom floor and life doesn't make sense and all that sort of stuff. So here's what I want you to do. There's going to be, there's four main points I'm talking about tonight. And I keep looking up at Instagram and down at Facebook and I hope the light is okay. Um, you probably had hot mess moments. I was constant hot mess, Georgie. I was also living in Brisbane, so I was literally hot. <laughs> but I was just like nothing was ever organized and it's just not my usual love spontaneous decisions. I need to stop. I think when you're people like us, Kylie, it's kind of hard because that's what also gives us life. So yes, person two, which I wasn't, we'll be talking about that, Lauren. So there's going to be four points tonight. The first thing that I wanted to say was that, and this is really, really big, you guys, and this is basically the whole point of like the Small Steps membership and why I show up is because I think all of us, including me, have normalized really quite an abnormal life. And I mean, I've just heard it from so many experts over the years. Today, again, charity charity in the membership who was helping us with stress and overwhelm was like, we're just constantly in a stressed state. And I remember hearing it from Nat Kringoudis years ago. I don't know if anyone here can remember the series, that women's health series that I did with Nat. And she was like, we don't even realize our bodies know, but we don't know that we are constantly in this stressed sort of state so that fight or flight mode it's like it's constantly on and you think about how we live our lives like guys quick into the car like you're totally hearing my mum voice right now 
into the car. Have you got your library bag? Where are your shoes? Why, why are you? Go, go, go. And it's just like, that's stress. Our body doesn't know if that's an, an elephant running into our camp or if it's just a lost library book. Do you know what I mean? Life or death? Not so life or death. Body doesn't know the difference. And when we say yes to all the things, when we constantly add more to our plate, it just trips us out. And I feel like we need to, the first thing that I really want us to do, like almost like as a collective, is to get present to what we've normalized. You know, it's really, really confronting and quite upsetting when you realize that the life that you have created for yourself is not conducive to your physical health and your mental health. Whoa, hard. I had someone say to me just today, I was like, I just feel like I'm lacking clarity in this particular area. And this person said, remember that the answers are in the silence. And if I had heard that two years ago, even a year ago, I would have been a bit like, (laughs) because where's the silence? How do I get the silence? How do I create space in my day? Like you don't have like this, 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 and this to do. And it's like, oh, hang on a minute. Well, whose responsibility is that? Is it normal to live a life where there is literally no space? For me, it's something that I hear all the time um, with Small Steps members. And it's one thing when we open up the doors to the membership, which we'll be doing next week, it's like, but how long is this going to take? And I'm constantly giving out information in bite-sized chunks to members because I know our lives are so maxed out. But should they be? Like, what are we really doing if we can't kind of sit and chill for half an hour a day, five minutes a day? Like, what have you normalized in terms of your level of overwhelm? Totally agree with you, Savan. Everyone should go and follow Savan at Wellness Uncovered. Chronic stress is a silent killer. It literally causes disease without a doubt. It, the, like, it's all, we all, we all know this, right? So if simplifying our lives isn't a priority, it really, really should be, okay? So I know for me, when everything kind of goes, I need to come back into that whole zone of how can I make things so simple that I can literally get through my days with ease? Like, that's what I want to do. I want life to feel easy, breezy. There's an ad in that, isn't there? And we wonder why we can't sleep or remember or focus yet or feel what we need anymore. Right. My house is a mess and I let it be like, that. okay, so, all right, listen, let's do this. I'm a yes person. I wish I wasn't totally. So here's something that if you've done the small steps back to you program, then you will be familiar with the juggling balls exercise. So I'm just going to explain this to you guys. This is one of the most simple and effective ways to get clear on what you can let go of because that's what simplifying your life and reducing overwhelm is. It's not adding anything more to your plate, okay? It's actually reducing things, like it's taking things away, but it can be really hard to let go. So my juggling balls exercise is one that I wanted to share with you tonight so that you can think about all the things a little bit differently. So I want you to get a piece of paper and I don't have a pen with me. Yes, I do. Well done me. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to draw three big circles. And if you don't have a pen and paper, you won't forget this. 
I want you to draw three big circles, okay? And these these are glass balls. So these balls are glass. You really don't want to let them drop. If you let those glass balls drop, they smash, and then when things smash, they break, okay? But what I also want you to draw is lots of little other circles. Some of them can be quite big, but they're not as big as the big ones. You know what I'm saying? So these balls here are rubber balls. And this can quite sound, starts to be quite rude, but it's not. Uh, so what these balls are are rubber balls that when everything's a bit chaos and when you're like, okay, something needs to change, what we need to get clear on are what are my glass balls that I really, I just, I need to keep those ones in the air. These rubber ones, you know what? They bounce. They freaking bounce. And I don't need to keep those ones in the air all the time. Like, for example, I don't need to iron if oh, lots of laughter, obviously. Balls, balls joke is always funny. So these rubber ones, look, they're not life or death. And what we do is we spend time trying to keep every single ball in the air, even things that don't really matter. Like how many times have you found yourself going, oh, my God, I'm just exhausted because I know I shouldn't have gone out for that dinner or I know I shouldn't have blah, 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 but I said I was going to do it and so I did it. And it's like at what point does that become kind of uncool and unhealthy? And when can we just respect our bodies and think, sometimes I just got to say, no, this is a ball I need to drop. Look, friends are coming over and the house isn't tidy. Oh, my God. If they were actual friends, they wouldn't give a toss. So let's get real about this. So what you need to do is start thinking about what your glass balls are. And when you get clear on those, it might be, and you know what, it changes for me. I would have always thought that eating really well was a glass ball. And for a long, long time, it was. Until I started to realize that there's really, really easy ways to eat very, very simply that actually require so much less of me. And you know what? Sometimes it's just okay to get those Jamie Oliver fish fingers and put them in the oven. So it's funny because different seasons of your life, those glass balls will be different. And for me right now, for example, it would be helping my daughter with her anxiety. It's like this glass ball. It is almost trumping everything else in my life. And that's okay. It's not going to be a glass ball for ages. But once you get clear on what your glass balls are in this moment right now and the other things that you can let drop, well, the rubber balls will always bounce and the glass balls are the ones you need to care about. And so many times, like, I don't know if you agree, but you're trying to take care of all of these things at the same level and capacity and you can't. Like it's just, it's impossible. So you might have like work is a glass ball. Can't drop that. Really can't drop the work glass ball. Maybe another one for you is your family. But even more, get more specific in that. Like family, what are the things within my family right now that are my glass balls that I can't drop? And it might be your marriage. 
It might be your children's health. It might be really like your glass ball right now. Like in holiday times, it just might be quality time, whatever it is. But my guess is that keeping the house tidy for that family might not be the glass ball. And yet you might be focusing all your energy on that. Okay. So I don't know if that helps. So timely. Okay, cool. Yes. Melanie, it's so great. Oh, I'm so glad you're enjoying it, Lizzie. Your messy house is rubber. Yes, we have to give ourselves permission to do it, you guys. Think these unrealistic expectations of where we try to keep everything all the time. It's making a lot of us very sad and very tired. And we're not actually able to create space for things that we enjoy in life. So get clear on your glass balls and your rubber balls. Okay, so that was the second thing that I wanted to share with you tonight. And there's two more. And you know what? You can do that as many times as you want. And you know what? It's a really good thing also to do with your partner, if you have one, to sit down and go like, well, what would you put in glass balls right now and see whether you're getting the same match. See whether you're like, hang on, I thought that could totally drop. And he or she is like, no. That's actually like the most important thing in here right now. What? Oh, that's why we always argue about this and this and this. So it might be really interesting to see in your partnership where people are placing their focus and attention. And then just give yourself permission to just let a little bit go. Oh, it's so hard, but we should really do it. Okay. So the other thing that I wanted to say, two more things. And the last one, oh, you know, I can read it. Okay, that's good. It's positive. So the third thing that I wanted to do is say that even although it can feel sort of obvious, like you just need to let go, um, you just need to simplify, cut back, you know, in the membership we talk a lot about decluttering and, and little things that can make a really big difference to how we feel about our day. And if you've never listened to the podcast episode that I did with Alison Davies, on anxiety and clutter and those sorts of things. Um, Nick and I actually interviewed her. You need to go and listen to that. Everyone who is registered for the Dinner Hack series, you should have got that in an email. So hopefully you did. That will give you a real sense of how literally clearing space, simplifying your space can have a huge impact on your brain. Like our brains are not able to take in all of the things that they're seeing, like literally with our eyes. Our our brain is just a constant filter. And when we're asking our brains to filter all the time, like this is not important, this is not important, this is not important, this is not important, it takes up a lot of brain space to do that. So the less we can have around us, you know what it feels like when you rock into your, you know, you've cleaned your bedroom, for example, and you walk in and you just think, oh, my eyes are so nice and so relaxed. Or like me today, walking home after the cleaners had been and I'm like feeling feeling greedy, feeling calm, even although nothing is organized for my three nights in the Gold Coast. That episode is the best. Yes. Debbie, if you didn't get it, glad you're enjoying it. Sean, I hope it's Sean. That's how you say it. You can just go to the Small Steps Living podcast and you'll see an episode with Alison Davies. She's a brain care specialist. She is a friend. She is rocking an event um with Maggie Dent either now or very very soon and has amazing things to share about brains and how they impact behaviors 
I know a lot of cool people. We've got an interview with her in the membership as well. Okay, anyway, so I just wanted to say about this is that sometimes it can feel like when we decide that we need to start simplifying our lives or, you know, our whole house is a mess or our planners just have spaces marked, like everything is back to back and we are just, it feels like we need to literally move a mountain in order to be able to shift out of that overwhelm. The thing that works best is always really, really micro steps. So making sure that you're not like, I need to clean my whole house to feel better. So you you come off this and you're like, she's right, she's totally right. There's shit everywhere. We need to make some changes. And then you think the job is way too big. And when am I going to get time to do that? So the whole reason I talk about small steps is because when you want to change something, one of the best ways to do it, whether it's it's your behavior or your space or whatever, momentum makes a really big difference. And being able to tick things off a list, so good. When we're talking about simplifying our lives and each month in the membership, you get a new simplifying sort of hack because I think this is such an important issue in our modern world. We need to break it down into small chunks. So literally, if I was cleaning out a study, don't even have one right now, but say I was, um, I would be like, okay, uh, I'd write a list. I'd get my notepad and pen out and I would write a list of all of the things that need tidying. So one would be like top drawer. That would be a whole thing. The other one might be uh, phone cords because, you know, what, what? they're all in there. They need to be sorted. They just keep getting added to a pile. Let's sort this out. But that's like one job. I can do that in 10 minutes. And being able to have a list like that front and center and being able to just tick things off a list, doing those little baby micro small steps, whatever you call them, makes a really, really big difference in your ability to start to cull the things in your life, like literally the stuff in your life. And even just little things, um, my small steps to tech freedom course for anyone who is addicted to their phone or devices talks about, you know, has these little small steps and things like being able to just sit and delete people out of your social media feed, like the people who are just bringing you down and making you feel poop. Like you need to sit down and actually do that. But if you think you have to do that plus this, plus that, plus that, and plus the other, I don't know, does that turn anybody else on? Because I just end up just going like, well, back away. It's too much. And it's so funny. No, I'm not going to go into that. It's a whole other thing. I need to listen to it again. Remember that one having a real impact on my perspective. Same with me, Tammy. The handbag, yes, Melanie, we did a handbag clear out in the membership. But see, this is the thing, right? We allow things to pile up and it's not just physical stuff in our life. It's a stack of things. It can be like negative thought patterns as well. It can be toxic relationships and we just carry this shit around with us and we wonder why we're overwhelmed when we're literally just holding on to all of this stuff that doesn't help us. And so when I am ready to get back into my groove, get back on track, I literally just start writing lists and start clearing out all of the junk that does not serve me anymore. And this is the fourth point. I think a lot now about what serves like the highest version of Lisa. 
So this is the whole thing about what have you normalized, right? Are you operating at your highest level? Are you, do you feel like so amazing that you wake up every day just going, life? <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if you do. I would love to hear if you do. I know for me, when I'm in these moments where I'm feeling way off track, that I don't feel connected to that highest version of Lisa. And getting back to her can feel really like hard. It can just, I can feel bogged down, literally weighty. Like I can't, I can't move here. And so I have to start like just (laughs) checking things off and it's not easy. It's really hard. But what I keep in my mind and what I'd love you to continue thinking about post this episode is when you're looking to simplify your life, you're looking to let go of things and make things easier for you because you probably normalized a very tough, you know, scattered, overwhelmed existence. Do you have a sense of the best version of you? Do you have a sense of who she or he is? I can see there's some blokes watching on Insta. And what does she need? What does she not need? That highest version of you like wants to exist and live. Like we weren't here to live in this completely overwhelmed, constantly stressed state. So if you wanted to exist it as your highest, most amazing, luminous self, well, what would you need to let go of? What would your environment need to feel like? And it's not going to be right now and that's okay. That's why we take small steps. That's why there's no freaking quick fixes, even although people will try to tell you that there is. What does that version of you need? And are you really taking this seriously? Do you really know that that version of you gets a chance to live and to come out and to be? And how might that happen? So, Georgie, I'm glad you agree. I wanted to leave that with you. I'm trying to keep these episodes to half an hour. I feel like I'm totally winning. And please feel free to ask me any questions before I go. That's kind of the reflection that I want you to take. So here's what we've spoken about tonight, if you've only just joined. We spoke about getting present to what we've normalized in terms of our stressful, overwhelmed, busy existences, okay? It doesn't have to be like this. A lot of the time we have choice about it, even although we don't realize we have a choice. And then we talked about the juggling balls exercise, which is a really effective way to start to look at all of the things you're trying to juggle, but which ones actually matter. And then, you know, I recognize, and it's why I deliver, little strategies to help people actually make the changes because we can know we want to do it but unless we're part of a community of people who are doing the same thing unless it's kept at the top of our mind it does it just falls by the wayside and we continue our old patterns and until we actually take a step towards wanting to change and being a person who's committed to that change then it doesn't really happen and that's why when you know I mean, Janine, we should, I wish you could share your story here of like the changes that you've experienced as taking a small steps approach to. And it was, it all came out by her organizing her school fair and the way that she's approached it this year, as opposed to previous years. See yourself in one year's time. What does it look like? Yes. Um, hey, Carly, 
Lisa, you have helped me take back my life. Now I'm doing the work and I'm loving figuring this out. I don't have it all together, not by a long shot, but I'm certainly prioritizing me. And Carly, don't make me cry. But this is the game. Like we are the game of life. It's not anything that's happening out there. It's us. It's the way we talk to ourselves. It's what we accept for ourselves. It's what we're saying is okay. And is the constant overwhelm and busy okay? Is it? If it is, awesome, no problem, glide on by. But if you're watching this, it's not. And so something needs to change. So obviously, you know, I share small steps ideas a lot and where we will be opening the doors to the membership next week, actually, in case you're interested in that. But in the meantime, you really should get registered for my Dinner Hack series. That's a three-part video series training that's starting tomorrow. I should actually really grab that link and put it in the comments for you because that's where I just show you like how to massively simplify your dinners. It doesn't need to be complicated. You don't need to be at the shops every night at five o'clock going, you don't need to like thinking about dinner. I was talking to a friend about this and she's like, the problem with dinner is like 90% of the issues with dinner are deciding what to have for dinner. I'm like, totally. So I've basically put together a little training series where I will give you, it's just the best. So I'm going to dump the link to that in this thread and you can register and watch that. I'm running it over the course of the next week. And then next Wednesday, we're going to culminate all this. I'm going to actually put together like we're going to talk about food and we're going to talk about how to keep it massively simple and achievable and budget friendly because I don't know, I've never really gone as off track with food as I did, I guess, you know, the start of this year. I was just like, I mean, thank God I know what I know. Thank God sausages and vegetables is an acceptable dinner in my household. But I'm basically just going to show you how I make whole foods achievable every single day even if she just hit the fan. And to get back on track, like sometimes I need to be reminded, I was searching for something on my website today and I was just going, oh, my God, there are so many recipes there. <laughs> the hell, I forgot about those Chinese chicken pancakes. Yes, please. <laughs> so I'll be bringing you all of that in an amazing one-hour workshop. So that's going to be all the slides. You get a worksheet when you register for it. It's really amazing. Like you'll walk away with a meal plan and all of this sort of stuff. But like, you guys, I'm not about crazy ingredients. I'm not about making your life harder. I am all about making your life simpler. And I recognize I've got so much more work to do in this space. And I just, you know, my mum is coming to stay for three days. I'm going up to the Gold Coast. I'm running a retreat for women for for two days in two and a half days in the Gold Coast. And um my mom, I know I'm going to come home to a house that's just like got stuff moved into places and she'll probably bring new storage equipment just because that's what she likes to do because she knows it's not my strength but I am definitely trying and there's so many hacks that you can do to just get yourself on your way. So have you given your highest self a chance of living? Melanie, it's a big one. But it's like, what else are we here for? I don't want to be the bottom of the barrel Lisa through my life. I actually really want to be the best version of me through my life. So what do I need to do? I'm happy to try new things. Um, we had sausages and veggies tonight too. Yeah, so twice a week. Um, <laughs> different types of meat, very good quality sausages. They matter. 
get good quality sausages and, you know, you have a meal. And all small steppers know my saying, have an egg, have a meal. It's real. So you're saying so many things that make so much sense to me. I miss most of tonight, but can't wait to have time to watch it. Can't wait for dinner hacks and more. Thanks for keeping it real and simple. I'm a single mum and need support like this. Sending you loads of love, Karen, and you're not alone. Like this is like endemic. This is not something that is individual. I'm talking about this because so many of us feel it and it's the whole reason I created the Small Steps membership. It's the whole reason I show up for you guys because I'm living this too. At the start of this Facebook page and blog and stuff, it was just recipes. And then I was like, yeah, but what's the point in putting up recipes if no one's actually got time to make anything? No one's even got the headspace to think about whole foods because all of the time we're just completely overwhelmed with the day-to-day of our lives so we just keep doing things the same way and then I started to realize that none of us like we all just sort of decide to change things by just going oh I'm just going to implement this system or this style of eating or whatever and then I'm so committed and I'm there and I'm doing it and then we fall off the bandwagon and then we call ourselves failures we make it mean something about who we are got no ability to stop that monkey brain that just keeps those negative thoughts going time and time and time and time and time again. So that's why I always, we can't talk about food in isolation without talking about how, you know, busy and overwhelming your life is. We can't talk about it um, in terms of how you talk to yourself and what's going on in that brain of yours. Because like, if you think you're a piece of poop, you're going to eat like someone who is a piece of poop. You start to change how you think about yourself and everything changes around you. So that's it from me. For more inspiration, interviews and know-how, head to smallstepsliving.com. Small Steps Living, inspiring your best life one small step at a time.